kids gonna come at me with a big head in the back one day. You did this. It's a true story. I was sitting waiting for you to be born because your mom, your mom was trying to fight me and stuff, so I had to leave the room. Uh, I think it was three sun in the morning. Weight was like um, 27 pounds. No, I'm just, no, I'm just joking. It was six pounds. I want to say six pounds, seven ounces. Daddy is the type of man that makes up his own rules as he goes along. I know that. Hello and welcome to Daddy's Tea Party, a place where boys can learn to be men and men can be boys again. Before we get this party started, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, even share. Invite more folks to the party. As the old adage goes, the more, the merrier. We're about inclusion here, not exclusion. I'm your host, Gregory White. Now let's kick this thing off. Hey, what's up, guys? Happy New Year. As you just heard in the introduction, I'm Gregory White, but most who know me call me G. White. This is sort of the introductory edition of the podcast, the pilot, if you will. But before I go on, I just want to put out this little disclaimer. While this is technically a podcast for men, and especially fathers, I do not discriminate. Women are more than welcome to listen in, chime in, join in. I'm not one who believes women should sit there quietly and keep their purdy little mouths shut. And to prove it, here's a few words from a woman now. Hey everyone, my name's Charlie. My mother named me that because she wanted me to know that I'm equal to any man. Hence, my husband invited me on his man show to share that with you. Anyway, I don't really want any part of this, but if I'm needed, I'm around. I do hope this podcast is successful, though, because the more you listen to Greg, the less I'll have to. Okay, then. Please go back to the kitchen now. She's actually cooking. Speaking of kitchen, coming up in a bit, I'm going to share with you how uh, my kitchen has brought out the kid in me. But first, let me tell you a little bit about myself. By now, you've got my name. I hail from Indianapolis, Indiana by way of New Jersey, though. That's where I was born. I am happily married and a father of two wonderful children, one boy and one girl. My goal is to raise them up in confidence and humility. I want them to be 100% comfortable in their own skin, but to also realize that life is not all about them and their comfort. A balancing act, no doubt. I currently work as a radio personality and operations manager at an AC Top 40 station in Italy. Okay, okay. I work for the American Forces Network. I've been broadcasting for just over two years now, but uh, I've been in the Navy for nearly seven years, and I'm fast approaching the end of that chapter in my life. It has been a long and very fun ride. I've experienced a life beyond my wildest dreams, but semi-sadly, it is time to move on. I have plenty of sea stories to dispense throughout the rest of my life, and I'm taking home acquired skills that should suit me well in the world I left behind. While it is a little scary stepping back out into the world again, I mean, really, it terrifies me. I've been a traveling man and a man of the sea for so long, but it's time for my lovely wife, who has stuck by me closely these past seven years, to get the opportunity to pursue some things for herself. We also want to live near family again and put down roots of our own. Enough about me, though. 
Let's talk about this party, shall we? I created Daddy's Tea Party not really knowing what it was going to be aside from an outlet for myself as I expressed the joys and pains of fatherhood. However, as I've been putting in the work, I'm realizing that there is a real need for men to connect and for boys to learn, understand, that manhood, fatherhood, even marriage can be fun. Sure, it requires hard work, sacrifice, and commitment, but the juice is worth the squeeze. I want to help in any way I can to equip and encourage men, young and old alike, to be all they were created to be. When and how that will happen, I'll leave up to God. I'm just going to keep being myself and divulge whatever useful information and entertainment I can meanwhile. Hopefully it adds some kind of value to the world and this party gives people who otherwise might never meet a chance to connect and build relationships, ask each other questions, and offer advice. Heck, maybe even organize a fishing trip. I love to fish! <laughs> you can follow my blogs for some of my deeper thoughts, but I'll make sure you get your money's worth in this format too. For those who don't like reading or prefer to passively consume as they drive, hit the gym, or whatever else people spend their time doing while listening to podcasts... What do people spend their time doing while listening to podcasts? That is the question. Okay, okay, I googled the exact question. What do people spend their time doing while listening to podcasts? A Reddit post from back in 2013 was one of the first links to show up. A user called Beanie Butt posed the question to other Redditors. I think that's a proper term. Redditors? Anyway, Beanie Butt says he or she gets too antsy if his or her hands aren't occupied, so he or she can only listen to podcasts while doing absent-minded work such as filing, cleaning, walking, or knitting. While most would go out on a limb and assume Beanie Butt is a she, I'm not going to do that. Why, you ask? Because men also knit. At least 25 other users and podcast enthusiasts responded to Beanie Butt's post about listening to podcasts, and it seems people listen to podcasts while doing everything from walking in the woods to playing video games. Apparently, people even go to sleep to podcast. If that's you right now, then lullaby love, nighty night, and sweet dreams, little bear. To everyone not dozing off to the sound of my beautiful voice, I usually listen to podcasts while in the car by myself or while mowing my lawn. Those are really the only times I have free to zone out and give my attention to something or someone who doesn't demand it. Hashtag dad life. Okay, so... Going forward with this podcast, I plan to bring in guests semi-frequently to discuss various fatherhood topics. I'll introduce a number of short bits like the one you just heard. They'll include things like news I couldn't make up, today I learned something new, bad dad jokes, and top 10 countdowns. You'll also most likely hear me talk about things my kids say throughout the show. Let's go ahead and do one of those top 10 countdowns now, shall we? Check. Check, check. Check, check, check. All right, here we go. Top 10 countdown. It's the top 10 countdown.
In a recent blog post on my page, I shared one of my favorite dad songs, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis featuring Ed Sheeran, Growing Up, also known as Sloan's Song. That blog post inspired me to compile a list of my top 10 favorite dad songs and explain a little bit about each one. It's time for a top 10 countdown. Number 10. Number 10 on my list is a song titled Domesticated by Christian rapper Ruslan or Ruslan or Ruslan Ruslan. I I have no idea. The song features Blame One and Braille. While this song is about more than simply fatherhood, rather it all encompasses being a domesticated man, husbandry included, the first verse really nails fatherhood. The artist takes you through his day with lyrics like, I'm coming home from work and looking to do nada. An hour later, catch me cooking a carnesada. He then sums up many roles of fatherhood in his house, when he says he's the zoo patroller, the dough roller for the bakery, the transportation provider, homework checker, the windy day kite flyer, known Mike Wrecker. Wrecker, rocker, show hit, home at like three in the morning. Wake up at seven, hearing PBS kids on, word born. I wouldn't trade a second of my quality time to all the fathers if you follow me, shine up on. Number nine. Number nine on my list won a Grammy Award in the year of our Lord 2000 for Best Rock Song and was nominated as Best Rock Performance by a duo or group with vocal. It's Creed with arms wide open. Scott Stapp, the lead singer for Creed, wrote the song upon discovering that he was going to be a father. The heart behind the song, Stapp explained, was that he didn't want his child to face the same problems he faced growing up. He came from a very strict and devout Christian family, but did not want his son to grow up questioning himself and his faith the way Stapp did. With Arms Wide Open is essentially a welcome song, and a promise to teach his child all that he possibly could as a dad. The number eight slot on the list goes to Butterfly Kisses by contemporary Christian singer Bob Carlyle. Carlyle wrote the song for his daughter Brooke when she was about to turn 16 years old. After looking through some family photos, he realized that in just a few years, Brooke would be leaving home. Carlyle said this song just poured out of him. In 1997, Butterfly Kisses won Carlisle a Grammy Award for Best Country Song. It also won Song of the Year at the Dove Awards. Number seven is a track from Trip Lee's fifth album, Rise. Lee told Artist Direct the title of the album was a challenge to people in different ways to rise up above the low expectations that culture has for us and to live how we were made to live. In his song, Beautiful Life 2, Lee expresses his love for his children and his belief that they belong to God 
but were entrusted to him. And I'll be sure to tell you every day, you made in his image, baby, you ain't got to wait. They hear no affirmation from them dudes in the streets. You already know you're beautiful to me. Oh, I love you. Number six. Number six is the second single from Brad Paisley's debut album, Who Needs Pictures, and became his first country number one in December 1999, holding the top spot for one week. The song He Didn't Have to Be is about a man who rises up to the roles, responsibilities, and challenges of raising another man's child. A stepfather who proudly and voluntarily becomes a dad even though the title was never required of him. Looking back, all I can say about all the things he did for me. I hope I'm at least half the dad that he didn't have to be. Number five. The number five slot on our list goes to Motown legend Stevie Wonder and the song he wrote to celebrate the birth of his daughter Aisha in 2005. The original version of Isn't She Lovely opens with the sounds of a newborn baby crying and ends with a memorable moment of Stevie and his daughter at bath time. Wonder played nearly all the instruments on this track. Number four. Country artist Rodney Atkins makes our list at number four with a song he wrote about his son, Elijah. Watching you expresses the joys of fatherhood and the responsibility that comes with it. Our kids are always watching, mimicking, and aspiring to be like us. Watching you was voted fans' choice for video of the year in 2008 at the American Country Music Awards. He said, I've been watching you, Dad. Three. Lone Star's Mr. Mom ranks in at number three on our list as it doesn't take the typical proud dad approach to a dad song, but rather focuses on the reality of hardships a father faces as a stay-at-home dad. It's a song about role reversal and reveals that women are typically far more capable of managing all of the responsibilities that come along with parenting than the average man is, or seems to be. We men often underestimate a mother's job and workload in the house. This song shows a certain appreciation for motherhood. Andrew McMahon was inspired to write our number two dad song choice, Cecilia and the Satellite, by his newborn baby, Cecilia. He told Billboard magazine that he wanted to have a snapshot of who he was in the years leading up to meeting Cecilia. Cecilia and the Satellite was Andrew McMahon's first Hot 100 hit. For all the things my eyes have seen, the best by far is you. If I could fly, then I would know. 
And finally, our number one dad song goes to the very song that inspired this list. It's Macklemore and Ryan Lewis featuring Ed Sheeran with Growing Up. It's a very reflective song in which the Seattle rapper gives life advice, the best he can, to his child, all the while hanging on to the realization that he himself isn't yet done growing. I'll be patient one more month. Wrap your fingers around my thumb Times are changing, I know But who am I if I'm the person you become If I'm still growing up All right, guys. Well, I really appreciate you listening to my first podcast. And as I mentioned early on, I was going to share with you a little bit about how uh, the kitchen has inspired me. Well, it's made me feel young again. One thing I found that I really enjoy doing is cooking from time to time, as long as I'm left alone by myself in the kitchen, not to be bothered. No, I like the experimentation that comes along with it. I can hang out, zone out, and create, which is something I thoroughly enjoy doing. I watch my youngest son play with my daughter's kitchen set, and he creates the coolest concoctions. Grapes in coffee cups. Grape coffee, if you will. Sandwiches that include lettuce and ice cream and eggs. And... He has so much joy playing with these toys and making me taste bites of his fake food. And I remember when I was just a young boy in the kitchen with my grandfather, my grandmother, my mom, my aunts. I had an uncle when I was about 10 years old that would pay me to come over to his house across the street at the time and cook three meals a day for him for an entire summer because his girlfriend was a horrible cook. I enjoyed those days. I, in fact, taught my wife how to cook. Somewhere along the line, I lost my passion for it. But every now and again, I get back in the kitchen, and I remember that joy I had as a youth, and I make some interesting concoctions of my own. That is Daddy's Tea Party. I hope you've enjoyed this concoction of mine. Stick around. I'll get you another one. If you enjoyed listening to my husband talk, then please like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. Greg works hard to create things that people might enjoy, and he has this insatiable need to express himself through his creativity, so I imagine he'll keep on making these things whether you listen or not. But I can honestly say that in listening to him, I've learned a thing or two. (laughs) Thanks, honey. That was really honest of you. Sweet in some regard, brutally honest in another. She's right, though, and I'm okay with that because I wrote it all for her. If you like this podcast, be sure to follow us on social media, too. You can keep up with our family travel adventures through the Daddy's Tea Party YouTube channel. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. Daddy's 
Tea Party. You guessed it. Now, I can't officially sign off without giving something back to the world, so here goes. If you are looking for an organization to give to yourself, there are three that I support regularly and semi-regularly. One of them is a couple I know and have partnered with personally in youth ministry. He was a civil engineer in the United States Air Force. She was a logistics officer, same branch. Each of them served their country for five years in that regard, but were called out of active military service to serve the military family. As military men and women are sacrificing their time, blood, sweat, and tears, a civil engineer and his wife figured if they could help it, their brothers and sisters in arms wouldn't have to worry about the spiritual development and faith of their children among all the concerns and pressures they already face. Michael and Lindsey King have been working full-time with military youth for six years now, and they continue to operate through the donations and support of people like me and people like you. If you're looking for a cause worth giving to, I'd recommend this one to anyone, having been deployed myself and away from my own children. There will be a link in the description of this podcast to the King's donor page. If you feel so led to give, every penny helps. Well, folks, that does it for this show, so ciao, sayonara, arrivederci, and good day, or good night, or whatever time of day it is where you are. Until next time, enjoy the party.